I'm Gemma Cray and I'm here for Film Ireland. I'm here with Jennifer O'Mara from the Feminist Film Festival and Rachel Isett from Women in Film in Television. So um, first off, I just would like you guys to chat a little bit about your organisations. Um, Jennifer, just about the fe- film festival and where it came from. Yeah, so this is the second year of the Feminist Film Festival in Dublin. Um, it was started last year by Carla Healy in, in an attempt to sort of combine um, two girls, basically. So Carla had been in Nepal and she'd um, come into contact with a women's charity called Sasana, which aims to help sort of reintegrate um, women who've been involved in sex trafficking and to, to get training and to get back on their feet. Um, and Carla wanted to kind of combine this with a festival that could kind of better represent women filmmakers um, and also to portray female characters of a particular type. So that's sort of where the idea came from. Um, and this is our second year and we've grown slightly, so even extra day. Um, so we're sort of expanding after last year's success. And the, the meeting from uh, women in film, television and film um, that I went to, they also had shocking statistics that I spotted on your um, website, on the feminist um, film website, about women and their low representation in um, film. Um, and just if you could tell us a little bit about the organisation. Sure. Um, so Women in Film and Television is a voluntary organisation. It's a global organisation with a network of over 13,000 members. Um, we've just launched in Ireland just at the end of September. So we're still very much on a membership drive. If any of your listeners want to sign up, I'd encourage that. And how much is membership and where would they do that? It's only €60 Euro and you can, for the year. And that um, you get to go to lots of different brilliant events uh, through that. And uh, there's lots of other benefits that you can read about on our on our website um which is uh, wft.ie the i suppose the the aim of the organization really is to promote and encourage female professionals both in front of and behind the camera in in film and tv and web series on all all sorts of screen media so it's very much about the um both the, the storytelling and also the the industry it's an organization of uh, of professionals and Jennifer, tell us a little bit about the festival, what's coming up, when it's starting, what's going to be screening. Yep, so the festival is going to run um, over the Halloween weekend, so this coming weekend from um, Friday afternoon till Sunday night. Um, we've got a combination of films and talks, and we also have, um, we're ending with the big panel discussion. We've various um, Irish filmmakers um, and also um, film academics coming in to kind of um, end on sort of we're hoping a high note a good discussion um, and to kind of bring together um, again in keeping what Rachel's saying bring together sort of women um, in front of and behind the camera um, yeah so we've got a range of films um, including short films Irish international ones um, but then also a few different talks in order to kind of highlight and um, particular topics like given that it's Halloween weekend we have one and women in horror um, by Dr Paula Quigley of Trinity College and again so it's just this idea of trying to screen films by women filmmakers and with interesting or positive representations of women but also to try and give a bit more context in terms of um, placing them. And where would one buy tickets if we were to purchase tickets for this great event? So the tickets are all available um, on tickets.ie so the festival is being held in the new theatre and they're being um, sold through tickets.ie but you can also find out more information um, on the website which is feministfilmfestivaldublin.com. Okay and could you guys just tell me a little bit about what brought you to this role? Like, what, like kind of what brought you to your various organisations and 
your own background, basically. Yeah, um, so my background is actually not in filmmaking, but in um, film scholarship. So um, I'm a lecturer in film in Maynooth University at the moment, but I'm also very interested in kind of the relationship between the two, um, how um, basically if you have more women making films, then it changes the type of representation that you see. Um, and so I think it's important to very much be engaged with what's happening in the industry as well as just kind of analysing the films after they're made. So that's sort of my interest in it. Yeah. And for me, I work as a producer as my, my day job. So I've done um, documentaries, feature dramas, uh, documentary series, and I've um, worked on television and, and film um, and web series actually as well. Um, so that that's really I've worked with lots of men and lots of women and you know they're all they're all wonderful and really talented and I suppose it's just you come to a certain point in your career where it suddenly becomes a lot more visible and I think just in your life anyway as a woman where you suddenly realize that uh, the level playing field that you'd imagined you were playing on isn't quite as level anymore and uh, and so really that was the the start point to to see what practical steps could be done to improve the industry for everyone because I guess it's a case of a rising tide carries all boats so if you have more diversity of story and I know it's not really diversity is a funny word when you're talking about kind of 51% and 49% of the population but in terms of what we actually see on screen I think lots of different stories from different perspectives and different backgrounds is a really positive thing and it's something that is is good for audiences and it's something that's been proven to actually work like in terms of um what the Swedish Film Institute have been doing they've encouraged more people who are applying for their funds to have uh, women at the helm and they actually achieved uh, 50-50 in terms of funding they were uh, giving to directors and at the same time their uh, domestic box office went up so it's not necessarily that women are better directors or men are better directors. It's that audiences want to see something new. And I think that's what's really brilliant about this, about the, the Feminist Film Festival, is that audiences here now will get, you know, perfect opportunity for a bit of a shot in the arm of seeing <laughs> stories that they might not otherwise get to engage with. I think it's really exciting. Even Irish cinema, like we do have some fantastic, talented um, Irish people kind of leading the way and Irish strong Irish women but I definitely think our, we're, we're in the minority unfortunately one of the stats that was about uh, our film board funding was something incredibly low I think yeah I think trying to find out the numbers and the statistics is yeah. really really important and really key and that's something that we in women in film and television are lobbying heavily for and to be fair we've had um, we've had some very positive responses in particular from the Irish Film Board but also from Screen Directors Guild and Screen Producers Ireland and the Writers Guild as well in terms of finding out what are the actual numbers because certainly when you're talking about public funds it's you know the likes of the the BAI or the film board they will always publish and they must publish who has been successful in receiving what the funds but what we don't know is how many people are applying for them so it's not necessarily the case that we're saying well there's this Machiavellian plot not to give the women the money (laughs) that could be the case probably unlikely though I'd say you know it has more to do with you know it would be important to find out what level of engagement there is with these funding bodies and all sectors of the population of this country because really it's not a question of why aren't the women applying for money it's it should really be reframed to ask what can we do to encourage more women 
into into tell their stories because you know we've seen from from Sweden as no and as no doubt we'll see over the course of the feminist film festival there are audiences for these films and in fact dollar for dollar case studies that have been done in the states have proven that actually films which have which you know regardless of who makes them but films which have a meaningful relationship between two female cast members in the story um, passing the Bechdel test <laughs> that, that passed the Bechdel test yeah. they actually perform better in terms of a, a percentage return on the investment so they're not necessarily the, the big blockbuster films that cost many, many millions to make and therefore make many, many millions back. They could be smaller, but in terms of their financial return, they perform better. So that tells you something, I think, about about the audience. The audience is male and female. We like to see stories that reflect back to us our world and our world, you know, unless you're in, you know, in an all male submarine or, you know, a closed convent, you know, it's it, tends to have men and women in your life of all kinds of complex and messy lives and characteristics of course and so often I think things that have a strong women base can be kind of like maybe have strong women characters as the main characters they can be dismissed as being like the equivalent of chick lit or something like that and I do think there's these different labels and things that are going around at the moment and I do think it's so important for um, providing a platform which is where Jennifer you guys are just doing such a fantastic job and tell me about the films and things that you have chosen yeah so <clears throat> excuse me in terms of um, trying to um, appeal to sort of a wide range of audience we're not just um, sort of showing really explicitly um, films ex- about explicit sort of female-centered um stories we wanted to kind of have a range and to have some mainstream films for example we're showing with it on a Sunday morning which is sort of aimed at sort of maybe teenagers or you know people who just want something easy to watch and um, we're also showing our sort of our big feature is um the Irish premiere of uh, She's Beautiful When She's Angry um directed by uh, Mary Dore in the US which is a documentary about the US women's civil women's rights movement um in the late 60s and early 1970s so again that's very much a film that fits all ticks all the boxes so to speak in terms of being about a very sort of feminist theme but also being made by women and having a, a sort of a very um it resonates well and um, we're also trying to cover sort of a few international films and um, not to just be showing sort of films made in the u.s or made in ireland and um, but at the same time we did want to sort of provide a platform or highlight um an irish film for example that we think fits very well with with our message um, of highlighting women's achievements sort of in front of and behind the camera. So we're going to show um we're going our last feature is uh, Bernadette Notes on a Political Journey, which was made by Lilia Doolan, who is um a very sort of significant figure both as a filmmaker but also in terms of her work in the Irish film industry. And she was very involved in the Irish Film Board and also in sort of helping to establish the uh, Galway Film Flash. So this is someone whose you know work can be celebrated across the board, not just her particular her feature film so yeah we're trying to get a range basically to sort of appeal to a a range of ages and a range of kind of tastes. I suppose there's this also um, militancy that's associated with feminism and I think the majority of of feminists really agree that it's about equality and I I, I find like people saying I don't want to call myself a feminist because you know, I, I believe in equality and I'm like, that's what feminists believe. That's yeah. what we want. So I think it's it's great as well because it's just showing it's accessible and it is just about something that appeals to everybody. And I kind of think that's what, like women in film, it is just about showing stories that just for whatever reason, and I actually think there's loads of reasons kind of 
the nurturing, the the history, our our own kind of political history that just aren't getting told. I do think as well, you mentioned web series is that has provided a massive um equalizer in a sense where it's not as restricted you're not as restricted to kind of getting a huge budget for funding things have become a lot more democratic that way and I do think that is changing like Broad City for example was just a great example about how like good female stories were told and then adapted for you know and given money based on that so it is a really great way of opening things up just with regards um, the future of Irish film and about women in Irish film, like what do you guys think should happen or like steps that we should take to make sure that it's a space that is kind of comfortable and safe for women and that we can get our points across? In a, well, I think, I think there's lots of things that we can do. I think it's a hugely complex issue yeah. and I don't think we're going to kind of resolve it here today as much as I'd like to Aww. try. Um, <laughs> I think it's I think it's hugely complex. I think that, you know, the the Irish film and television, the audiovisual sector in, in Ireland is a hugely important uh, hugely important industry. And I suppose that what what is so important to, to me personally is that the fact that not only is this an industry, but also the product that we make, unlike products I suppose in other industries, is not made in a vacuum. The product that we make are films and stories and television programs and web series that are reflected back into the homes of every single person in the country and on your smartphone and on your little iPads and tablets and everywhere else. And those representations of men and of women are hugely important. And it's actually completely bizarre. There was a, I was listening to an interview with um, Gina Davis and I'd recommend people listening to, to her interviews are great. But she was speaking recently about how actually in the US now there has been an increase in young women and girls applying for for scientific roles in college and all the rest of it and it's been linked back to CSI and the fact that you see all of these amazing women with their you know they never they never seem to wear hairnets or anything but they're sort of you know very deeply involved in you know working in the laboratory and uh and, and all of that and it's it's very much something I suppose that if you can see it you can be it and if we can encourage stories and show stories that represent reality and you know not not necessarily some sort of fantasy but actual reality where men and women share the earth you know equally and have equal public space then and then you'll begin to I think kind of see changes within within society but I think in terms of sort of what the strategy is for for women in film and television and what our what our aims are it's um it's really to work towards equal opportunities equal employment opportunities for uh for women in the industry and we want to provide you know kind of a form and networking opportunities for industry professionals and we want to support women in continued professional development and that'll obviously involve i suppose kind of working with the likes of screen training ireland and other bodies to work with them to to i suppose identify where perhaps gaps in training might exist that we can then you know come in on but i think the main thing is is that it's not that women don't need to be fixed they just need to be given the opportunity and i think if we can spotlight and highlight the work that that women are doing and that are making and creating and selling and distributing and getting out into the world through film festivals and also through you know award ceremonies and through all kinds of wonderful things through you know spotlighting them on podcasts and in the media and if we can just see you know all the amazing women cinematographers we have in this country the amazing editors 
the writers, everything like that, then we'll actually encourage more women into the industry and the industry will grow stronger as a result. That's such a, an important thing to encourage. And I do think like even at a very basic level, I've done so much training and you find like a lot of, and as well, I did media and the majority of the, the women on my course would have been, um, or the majority of people on the course would have been women. But then you find like the further along you go, it just somehow seems to not add up to the starting level. Still, like even even for my age, I definitely think it's it seems to be changing because I was on like a film set before and it was like a much older crew and it was I'd say I for just this one particular thing that was like three three guys to one girl at mm-hmm. one stage, but I was there kind of like a, as a lower level production assistant. But it was it's interesting to see. How, I think it is shifting hugely. I think there was also a talk of. The, the whole vibe shifting as well on set where it isn't like an old boys club to such a huge extent and why I think your organization is so important as well just to have I think if if you're a woman and you kind of sometimes might feel like oh, it's just it's just me here by myself but you know that there's a strong link and a strong mentorship to to bring people up I think it's really really important and like that as well as to you're totally right about celebrating things and just for having them on show and and making a point of you know, these stories aren't the exception. We're not the only people observing this because we are 51%. We are 51%. Yeah. We live longer. Yeah. That's yeah. probably it. <laughs> and I think as well, yeah. um, one of the sort of important things at the moment, there does seem to be quite a lot happening in Ireland, like anyway at the moment in terms of um, the various organisations or festivals we're talking about and even um, at the recent Gokapa Festival um, down in Kells and there was the same kind of thing where there were a lot of the filmmakers being whose work has been shown um, were female, were women and if we can kind of sustain this momentum and you know not let it become sort of a fad or a trend or just something that was happening in whatever 2015 if we can try and um, harness the kind of collective networking skills and I think as well that that's something that not to be like gender biased but women can be very good in that respect in terms of the social component and sort of you know if you become sort of friends with these people you're more likely to you know keep in contact to work together in the future um and that again it goes against the kind of boys club scenario that maybe has existed before where you kind of you know you give a job to your friend and your friend happens to be a guy and then suddenly you have this sort of self-sustaining um circle so yeah hopefully if we can if these various festivals and um, organizations can keep their foot keep their um keep things going basically um into the future then i think it'll improve hopefully definitely a strong network i think is just that that thing because you everyone has their pool of people that they like to work with and i think when women are a minority you might know as many women that you get on with and i think it is just yeah getting to know people getting out there being giving opportunities to improve your skills just seems just super important and i think there has been a massive shift in ireland as well in the past definitely you feel it with the the referendum that was just passed there's a lot of talk now about repealing the eighth and artists repealing the eighth and it does seem to be we're on the cusp of something i'm sure every generation has said that though we're like oh we're almost there we're almost completely fixed but it does seem that at the moment it it's optimistic i think with the recession being over as well there seems to be kind of a positive vibe to just being able to change and being able to push forward and and create these new opportunities for women. And I do think as well, we're very lucky to be the the one generation under women, under women who have done really, really, really well. Um, and I do think that's where that your organization definitely mm-hmm. helps um, 
yeah make those connections and and celebrate as well things that women have fought so hard for because even our generation we're hugely lucky and you know it's it's the women who've been making films 20 years before us and who've been working there who've really Mm. kind of put a foot forward for us yeah I think I mean it's nobody ever gives up power without a struggle that's Mm. just never going to happen so I mean we could you know I know there's like the he for she campaign and all the rest and trying to bring the men on board and that's great and that's right and it's Mm. and it's good and important to do and I think we all will have to work together to to make things better but I don't expect things to like even you know I had an article uh, in the journal recently and uh, it was the day that the Jennifer Lawrence piece came out uh, and I had a piece about that and, and um and the comments that came after it were insanely vitriolic. I mean, I sort of, you know, I only had to report, I think, two of them, but I stopped reading them after that. Yeah. But, like, people w- don't want to change. It seems kind of bizarre, and maybe it's because, you know, we're in a nice kind of, you know, film, film-centric film kind of, you know, creative kind of liberal space here but there's a lot of people who don't want things to change from how they are and they're threatened by any form of change and so I suppose you know it's it's important to provide support and a platform for female filmmakers to to have their voices heard and also I suppose to have the support there that you know if you hear that there is you know a a film there are practical things that you can do really easily there's a film directed by a woman it's coming out this weekend go and see it yeah you know there's there's really easy things that people can do there is a lot of a lot of people don't want the status quo to change they've never want the status quo to change that's why we have kind of you know revolutions and we're coming on to you know 2016 now and I don't know that we necessarily have a true republic yet but um but there's also an argument and there's various different um there's a, a, a study that was done in the tech sector in, in terms of high potential startups and how well they perform um, economically. And I thought it was quite telling because though it's for the tech sector, I think it could work potentially or reapplied to the, the audiovisual sector also, um, which is that when there was a, a, a team of, of entrepreneurs that were all male or all female, they performed well and everything. But when the team was split 50-50, there was a 30% increase on return, on financial wow. return for those products that were developed through the tech sector. And I think that's quite telling. I think what we need to do is increase the number of women that are working in the industry and that are working at the same level, at the same pay rate, at the same yes. at the same job role, all of the rest of it, at the same level of responsibility. And then and only then will you begin to see everybody's expectations and everybody's ideas of the world being challenged. And that's when the real work begins. And that's when the real stories come out, because it isn't just women sitting in a room coming up with their favorite film or men sitting in a room and coming up with theirs. But it's when we actually interact and start challenging each other that we're actually all kind of forced to be the best that we can be. And so that's what I would like to see happen for the Irish film industry and the Irish audiovisual sector, because I think we're a small enough country that it should be easy enough to turn things around. It's not that we have a massive studio system that we're trying to overhaul. And I think there's a great sense of willingness as well. And definitely men and women have such different traits, whether they're learnt or the societal or whether it's, you know, just just inbred in us um, that we do kind of, yeah, we, we complement each other hugely. And I do think it is a case of working together, getting men on board, 
also what you were saying before about like this vitriolic hate against feminists who speak up online and you're right about that and it's such a strange like phenomena where women will just be completely abused yet I have yet to kind of meet somebody who's like a and I think a lot of these are kind of younger men who seem to put up those comments but I've yet to kind of meet somebody in person to share that hate of feminism so angrily mm-hmm. but they're up there and anyone who has an opinion about equality sometimes they just seem to get like have a target on their chest and I like yeah you're you're right about that that's why I do think feminism and putting forward the word of feminist and yeah. being clear and standing behind it about what what it means and it's so important and I think that's the lovely thing about that festival is yeah, the lineup I think that we wanted as well you know with the title feminist film festival there's no sort of trying to hide it there's no you know there's no sense that not for me this kind of this feeling a need to kind of explain the term or to not use it in case you're somehow offending someone or if you're putting off men or whatever so of course the whole festival is open to everyone um men and women and we have you know men helping us as part of the volunteer team so um it's very much inclusive in that respect but at the same time we're not going to hide and we're not going to say you know this is a women's film festival you know it's very much we want it to be seen as feminist because there's nothing wrong with that of course um so i think yeah it's about kind of not trying to hide behind some sort of softer language um, yeah so to speak it is something about that word and I think honoring that word is really important because people have worked so hard and done so much to for that title that just to change it just for public opinion to me seems but I've had many arguments with this about people but it does just seem to be unfair and not honoring what has like the hard work that people have put in before us but you were saying about getting the levels at a like a basic level and kind of and and actually a lot of tech companies definitely do that they'll they'll look and search really hard to get the right female board member because it does just increase so depressing yeah. that you use the singular mm. <laughs> i know quota. <laughs> i know but that's their that's their kind of base quota is one and if they can get two they're thrilled but that's it like women are in demand in that respect but i suppose it's about getting the right women but quota quotas how do you guys feel about that Personally, and not in my official capacity, I think quotas are the way forward. I say, go for it. Because I don't see what else is going to change anything. I mean, if you look at, you know, we've had the film like Suffragette, and as we were talking about, kind of 2016, it's around the corner, and all that that means, nobody gives up power without a struggle. It just doesn't happen. So if you don't like quotas, what's the be- what's the alternative? What's the, what's the other alternative? And, you know, people talk about... You know, oh, well, you know, women will just get given the political positions, you know, even though they don't Easily. really want them and they're, you know, out of, they, they don't necessarily want those and maybe they aren't, they're just going to be given them because they're, they're women. I don't think anybody is given a job that they don't want. I don't think that mm. is the case and certainly not one, certainly in the role of, of politics. I think it's a really, really difficult job to do. And also there has been an incredible male bias for the last however many millennia so yeah, look where that's got us <laughs> I know people got the job yeah. because they were a man so why not get yeah. the job because you're a woman yeah. yeah I agree I think a certain amount of positive discrimination is is sort of necessary if only because of what we were saying earlier about the fact that you know maybe there's the same amount of um, men and women is sort of attending film school or you know doing these courses and then somehow they seem to sort of maybe self-select out or you know if yeah. there's something that's targeted at them then they're more I think 
you're going to appeal to them, they're going to be more likely to apply for something if they think, okay, this is specifically aimed at women. You know, it doesn't mean they wouldn't have got it if they'd applied for the broader, you know, general one, but at the same time, I think it's about sort of um, welcoming them or saying, look, we want, we accept that we, we value your talents and we want you to apply. Um, and if, if it takes that, then it's worth doing, I think. Yeah, and it definitely, and at the moment, like you were saying about that, that the comment section on things, mm. it's like if, 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 if we stick our heads above water and say certain things, it's like you are chopped right back down. So women, of course, you're going to be a little apprehensive putting yourself forward for something if you're, if you're dealing with that. And I do think like, okay, well, if a woman has to get the job, that's okay. You know, kind of taking, I think, the sting out of the environment a little bit where it's like, okay, well, they have to be nurtured to a certain level because otherwise we're not going to get the space for the for the women. Like, we're not going to get the talented enough women. And it kind of puts the, the onus on women to put themselves forward. And I do think, like, that is our job to be braver. Yeah. yeah, but I think that's why, you know, organisations like Women in Film and TV exist and why the Feminist Film Festival exists. It's a yeah. show, there is a space, there is yeah. an audience, there is a market, there are incredibly talented people here, there are incredibly creative people, there are incredibly, you know, smart people in terms of business, in terms of sales and distribution, there is a market here, so, and and there's there's support, so there's there's no reason why not to do it and you know if you stick your head above the parapet and people are yeah. throwing mud at you well you know they've only got mud to throw yeah that's it and that's it we're, we're here give us the money give us the jobs yeah. we, we definitely need them give us the funding but excellent okay well thank you for that fantastic discussion everyone go to the brand the next meeting of women in film and television the next meeting i think it's monthly meetings and the next one is on fundraising if it's not, I'll yes. get Stephen to cut it out. It, no, no, it is on fundraising. Sorry, I just I read the thing, half read it on Friday and didn't find out. So, yes, the next uh, the next event that Women in Film and Television is hosting is all about fundraising. So it's about getting your hands on the cash, which is, I think, where everybody wants to be. Yep. Get your get your films made. And Jennifer, tell us about the 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 upcoming film, feminist film festival yep there's still plenty of time to buy tickets for um a variety of films screening this weekend in the new theater um, and they're available on tickets.ie okay so you have your next weekend and next month planned mm-hmm. um yeah so thank you for listening <laughs> okay that's great thank you i just have to <laughs> cut down some of my <laughs> acting <laughs> oh, I have another thing